resolving your conflicts. Greetings, friends. We saw in our last post podcast that the challenge in most marriages is not the lack of communication, but rather ineffective communication. You know that communication that does not increase intimacy. So the point was that when we communicate, we not just communicate to share facts or to prove that we are right. We want to increase intimacy. We want to strengthen our relationship. But today I want us to focus on resolving conflict. Here I would like to maintain also that conflicts it's not the conflict that destroy relationship but it is inability to solve conflicts. In others you don't um say our relationship is what it is because we had conflict no. Conflicts will always be there as long as there are two people. In, in fact even if there's one person you can have conflict with yourself. But on a serious note, um conflicts when there are two people whether they are brothers and sisters it doesn't matter whether it's twins there'll always be conflict. So the issue is not conflicts. Families have conflicts. The issue is not conflict. They don't separate because of conflicts. It is because they've um no skill to solve they are unable they do not have the ability to solve the conflict um recurring problems could be a sign that um you either don't have the skill or the interest or both you don't have the skill you don't have the interest um if you have the interest but don't have the skill then you look for counsel but if you do, you do have the skill but you have no interest then there's a problem um problem with the relationship um and we have to start thinking uh differently so so what what we are saying in 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 conflict resolution we are not encouraging couples or friends or people in a relationship to avoid to avoid conflict we are not aiming for a conflictless relationship but we are saying learn to solve your conflict i know conflicts can be draining it's not nice you know those conflicts you just wish oh lord here it comes like and you know it's going to take so much from you and you do everything you can even pay someone to say let's avoid this let's run away from this let's not have this thing because it is such a painful it just it just brings so much discomfort but remember if conflict is not attended it's it it it's fast as it becomes like cancer and it can destroy your your relationship it can destroy your marriage as much as you don't look forward to conflict when it is there then it is an opportunity for you to grow as a to grow uh, in in that relationship because if if it's managed well if you solved it it even brings you closer as you remember when we spoke about communicating uh to increase intimacy so what are we saying how do we then solve conflicts what what skills do you want what attitude must we have to solve conflict let me give you seven or, or yeah eight will just be um a bonus uh number one you've got to be willing to solve your conflicts and willingness um um shows how much you value your relationship um how you take your, if you don't take your partner seriously then you will not be interested in solving the problem i mean i don't go around solving problems with strangers i meet if there's a conflict 
with a stranger. I just leave or say whatever. There's no relationship. But when you have a relationship and you take that relationship seriously, then that should actually increase or affect your willingness, your attitude to solve conflict. So the first thing is your attitude. It's not even the skill. It's willingness to self to to solve your 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 problem willingness to put time aside and engage in solving the problem secondly remember when you get on with your conflict resolution the aim should not be to win this is not a match this is not a rugby or cricket where you want to win where you want to prove the other party wrong this is not a court environment this is a home this is a a place where we we have a relationship. So the aim, as you know, is for both of us to win. But what that means is, is for our relationship to win, that we should be better people after this, that our relationship should be stronger after this, that our intimacy would have been increased because of this. So remember, if you want to prove that you are right and the other person is wrong, um, that does not solve the conflict. Number three, make sure that you're in a good space. Um, conflict is sometimes um, very emotional, but you can solve it. You can only solve it rationally, even though it has emotional effect, but you must solve it. The approach must be rational. But if you're highly emotional, you're going to be very difficult for you to be rational. So you need to reduce the emotions and engage the reasoning. Um, once you do that, then you stand a good chance in solving um, your conflict. Um, conflict uh, produces conflict uh, um, anger. It produces frustration. So it's important for you to deal with the emotions before you can you can try to reason to reason out. And maybe you could say, how then do I deal with emotions? Um, take time off. Um, don't engage uh, while you are emotional. Don't don't try to solve the problem while while you are very angry. Or very frustrated. Admit to your partner that what has happened um, has made me very angry. So I wouldn't want us to talk about it now. Um, let's talk about this thing later. Set a time where you would want to solve this. Don't try to deal with it now because then it creates other problems as it, is, as it often does in most cases. And then number four, remember everything you've learned in communication. Uh, basically, assertiveness, being able to share your view, being able to tell your partner or your friend where things have gone wrong, why you don't like this, how it affects you. And for the other partner um, to, to, to listen actively, try to understand uh, where your partner is coming from. I always say, if you understand the person exactly what he's saying, you've almost solved your problem. Because as, as we mentioned last time, one of the challenges is um, we're trying to solve something, but um, the other partner says, this is what you say. The other one says, no, but I didn't say that. And then that becomes an issue now, not what you were trying to solve. So um, remember to be assertive as well as to listen act act actively. Uh, number five, find the best time to, uh, to, to discuss your problem. Make an appointment if necessary. Say, hey, listen, honey. Can we talk about this thing? Or mention it. Don't just say, I want to, we need to talk about something. It, it just creates serious tension. Um, be able to say, listen, I want us to talk about this thing, um, this particular issue, but not now. Can Because um, uh, we need time to, to look at this. You can't be driving in a, in, a, in a heavy traffic and then you say, sorry, man, there's something that is bothering me. 
you're not going to get full attention. When your partner is watching soccer and the match is, is hot, then you say, can you please listen to me? I've got a problem. You're not going to get full attention. So find the best time to discuss. Make appointment if necessary. Number six, ask God for wisdom. There's nothing wrong with praying before you engage your partner. Praying helps you also to see your blind spot. It helps you to see how you, have contrib- how you may have contributed to the problem. Um, it also um, helps your partner to see the issue that you're going to be uh, bringing to, to him or her. In other words, ask God to, to um, help you to see where you could have uh, erred as well, but also ask God to help your partner to see uh, what the challenge is and ask God to help you say this in the best possible way or attitude. And lastly, don't leave issues hanging, man, indefinitely. If you start trying to solve something and then there's a problem, it escalates and you decide to um, drop it for now. Drop it for now. Don't drop it. Drop it for now. Don't leave it uh, hanging and find another time to deal with it. And lastly, and as a bonus, remember when everything else fails, seek counsel. Get a third party, not necessarily your parents, because they take sides, either yours or your wife's side, um, the husband's side or the wife's side, depending. Um, and friends also may not be the best unless they, are, they have the ability to be objective. But seek counsel. Um, remember, you do all this because you love your partner, you value your relationship. God bless you. The Marriage and Relationship Podcast was brought to you by Dr. Papu. Dr. Papu is a devout Christian leader, an inspirational speaker, and an experienced pastor who has worked with couples for the last 35 years in his ministry. You can record and submit your questions to Dr. Papu by following this link, www.anchor.fm forward slash Dr. J. Papu. If you'd like to have private consultations or counseling sessions, please send your email to Dr. Papu online at yahoo.com. That's D-R-P-A-P-U-O-N-L-I-N-E at yahoo.com.